You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. All right, Andy, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Mason. And welcome to the Prada, the Prada Pod Pace Boys <laughs> Edition. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the most special edition Protopod episode, No Pressure Mason, we have ever, ever recorded. I'm so jazzed for Prada Bass Player Edition that I have no idea what number we're on. If I were to guess, I'd say 33, maybe 32, something in there. But joining us uh, for our five-way for the entirety of the podcast is Mason Nagy, who's been playing bass with us, as well as founding member the legend andrew drum trick ziggy trick daddy on google somewhere if you still look it up um so we're gonna uh just pass the puck around have a good time today catch up with the boys as there's this whole world pandemic thing and uh, we haven't got to see each other and hang out um andy first of all we already mentioned you got all cleaned up but last time we were talking mm -hmm. about you on the podcast i'm sure you haven't listened but we were saying how you're a 90s <laughs> indie dad, but now you're back to uh, clean and dapper. But Yeah, I really like the 90s look. And, um, you know, that makes me want to grow the goatee back out and grow the oh, hair back out. God. <laughs> how's uh, how's uh, Milo doing? Is he napping right now? He is asleep. Um, today for his nap, you can see on, well, people on the podcast can't see, but he's sleeping with two trucks oh. in his crib right now. Wow, Jeez, what is, what is that, that technology? Yeah. <laughs> Next Holy. level obsession. Honestly, it looks kind of like a sidekick, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a, one of those Nintendo <laughs> Switches or something. It's like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> What's Courtney doing? Is uh, she, are you, are you, uh, you man, in, man in the fort yourself right now? Yep, she's working all day again. Nice. Working opposite schedules, so that's what most weekends are now. Goodness. That sucks. sucks dude. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But it's his second birthday next week. Next week. Wow. Celebrating. Oh. Yeah, next weekend. Oh, shit. Well, you're coming up to the cottage, yeah. too. Maddie just informed me. I haven't even heard because I'm not told these things, but. Yeah, I was kind of surprised from Courtney. <laughs> she mentioned it a few days ago. Yeah, well. Growing up. I, so, <laughs> so that's Thursday, right? Am I meeting you Thursday? We're driving down Thursday. Yep, Thursday night. You still say driving I down it's when up. it's very. I hope much driving up, <laughs> driving up. So I'm from Ohio, so everything that's is yeah, exactly. Night. That's yeah. the, driving <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, a habit of yours. But I'm yeah. glad we're we're just sitting here coordinating dates and recording it as a podcast because that's <laughs> exactly. a hack job that we are. Um, uh, <laughs> second second bass player mason uh how's utah friend what's new is it, it it's has to be getting cooler there eh yeah it's uh feeling pretty good out there like in the 60s today uh oh, still nice. pretty smoky out uh, a lot of the wildfires are bringing in a ton of smoke and it sucks like there's nothing <laughs> to do except go outside and yeah have you been able to get on your bike 
A little bit. I'm a, I got another bike recently. I'm restoring like a used fixed gear bike just for fun because I'm mm -hmm. bored and been <laughs> trying to ride that, but it's been, it's not orange, thankfully, but it's been smoky, so. <laughs> Well, that, that's a shame. Yeah. It's, it's nice that there are wildfires damaging people's lungs while we have a global pandemic that's, that's good. also yeah. damaging lungs. Yeah. Um, so the situation here in the world is 2020 just improving, RIP, RGB, RBG. Uh, what, else, what else do we have here? Kyle, I wanted to start with you. Do you have any bases at your house? I do have a base. You have a base, so... I, I have I, one of the like most used uh, Prada bases. Ah, for the black pickguard. Yeah, black pickguard. Yeah. Remember this old thing, Andy? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Remember uh, this old thing. <laughs> He's played it once or twice. Um, yeah. So, boys, the five of us, we we need to somehow democratically figure out what how we're gonna create some sort of audio. I don't know if we open the podcast with like a Seinfeld type you know oh, riff yeah or do we oh, conclude yeah. it do do we loop in john like what are we doing here to i feel really like every time a, one of the bass players speaks maybe the end of it has like a little <laughs> bass riff <laughs> classic slide yeah plug that bass in and you live do it like yeah, it sounds yeah. Like. oh my god <laughs> oh i'll hurt I'll have a lot of fun editing in some, <laughs> some bassage uh, throughout the podcast. But uh, thank you to everyone for tuning in. I know we're not recording podcasts as often as uh, we were early on. Um, now that things are starting to reopen, I know personally I'm playing a shit ton of hockey. Had a, a big win last night, 11-5 blowout or something like that. But uh, yeah, keeping busy, finish the bathroom. Fuck, yeah. We're all doing our dad duties, tending to lawns and enjoying the lovely fall weather. I've got the uh, the Bears are having no trouble with the Giants, nor is the Steelers having any trouble with the Broncos. But for Jeremy DePoister, the Cincinnati Bengals had some trouble with Philip Belts's Cleveland oh, no. Browns. You, you, you said five-way earlier that me back thinking about skyline which brings me on cincy which brings me to the Bengals. so yeah that's a honestly i'll take it as a victory given the last like 10 years just watching joe burrow almost beat the browns was kind of a <laughs> <laughs> so we knew we knew nothing was gonna happen where did, this year where did dalton land i don't even know i have no clue <laughs> poor guy poor red oh, rock and uh, he's losing his luggage in texas again it's like in florida or something i can't remember damn what uh speaking of skyline that was a nice conversation the other day because we have three of us obviously grew up in ohio and whatnot mason do you know what skyline chili is no no idea oh yeah <laughs> it's so gross it's pretty good yeah. no, no, wait, the best chili ever maddie was jeremy was forwarding along his uh his sibling group chat and Julian, who we've mentioned a number of times, your younger sister's fiance, the legend Julian was just talking shit on Skyline. Yeah. I hate Skyline. Uh, it's spaghetti with chili and cheese on it. Yeah, chocolate and cinnamon and whatever in there. Yeah. Great. <laughs> what? I, I started... That's the most flavor you can get in southeastern Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sounds great. <laughs> it's also southwestern Ohio, Jeremy. But uh, oh yeah, southwestern. You know, there's nothing yeah. in southeast. Southeastern <laughs> Ohio is just West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, wait, am I still in West Virginia? Yeah, all the Appalachian charm. It would be. Know. It would be a nice uh, sort of challenge for me to make uh, a vegan skyline chili. Uh, it's certainly yeah, possible. It, it would be really easy. I mean, Maddie's a chili master, so she could. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'd want to put chocolate and cinnamon in it, though. She'd be <laughs> probably pretty pissed off. Like chocolate, <laughs> cinnamon, listerine. Yeah. <laughs> listerine. <Paste>. Double double. <laughs> Golly, well, uh, it's great catching up with you guys. Um, again, thank you to listeners for tuning in and joining us here. Um, wanted to talk about some things. Uh, we'll get to that. But uh, first of all, I guess we'll, we'll talk some music. Uh, Mason, um, for we, we'd love for uh, Prada Pod listeners, Prada fans to get to know you better. You're a young man that um, I guess I'll pass it over to you as far as your introduction to the band and your meeting John. Do you want to fill people in on that story? Yeah. Uh, so a few years back, I moved to Kansas City temporarily um lived there for a few years and had a blast out there and uh i met a few people along the way and joined into this band uh met a really great group of people uh elliot holt i'm sure has been mentioned many times here (laughs) he was the drummer in the band and uh that led me to meeting john who was his roommate at the time and was also producing this EP that we were working on and I mean it was kind of short-lived I remember it was only three songs so I was in and out of there in like two hours or something and didn't really talk to John for about a year and I just (laughs) heard from him out of the blue and he mentioned they needed a fill-in and I guess my name came up and asked me what I was doing and kind of led one thing to another and got my foot in the door. Here we are. So Mason is are. a wildly <laughs> humble and selfless individual. Um, I can't underline that enough. Um, basically on our end, when Andy had his son, Milo, who again, about to be two years old, he, uh, he decided he wanted to um, skip a tour to be around, uh, you know, responsibly for his wife and for the birth of his child and we needed a fill-in and John said well I recorded this kid and he really gives a shit about bass he's really good his name's Mason he's in Salt Lake City yada 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 here we are um uh what tour was it boys was it the act tour it uh, yeah was, it was the act was with Parkway, it was with thought, Roots right? Above, right but it was the Parkway front half oh and then a part i think a portion of the second one yeah oh yeah i Mm -hmm. think he did half of with roots australia was right after that which i didn't yeah thankfully i heard it was great oh you didn't go to that i didn't shit fest i did not (laughs) you did uh yeah i really wanted to but i didn't (laughs) (laughs) so we had a blast uh mason filled in (laughs) then later on uh we started a tour andy realized that uh he his, his brain wasn't in it and he had to get home to his family and his boy um we called i called mason from st louis so we said mason can you come back out red alert 911 <laughs> and uh we were playing say uh say uh, uh god golly 
we were playing Salt Lake City uh, a few days later, coincidentally, and Mason came in, picked up, um, and we had a very seamless, being the great bass player that Mason is, transition from Andy heading home. Um, mm -hmm. And since then, Mason has been riffing, and uh, here we are. So, um, but yeah, anyway, we will we'll have plenty more to describe Mason moving forward on the podcast and whatnot, but um, I wanted to talk music for a little bit first before we get to anything past that. Mason, you got some uh, Primitive Man LPs in the mail. Uh, have you been treating yourself otherwise, uh, seeing as you are a LP fiend for listeners out there as yeah. am I? You have many more records than myself, in fact, but uh, what, uh, what have you been spinning lately, brother? Uh, I've been slowing down. I haven't really bought anything new lately, but uh you and i have been speaking about bill evans quite a bit lately so he's mm -hmm. on deck quite a bit um i like kyle and i have been talking about dirty projectors deck. a ton <laughs> so well you're riffing on those some of those tunes on your acoustic which Trying. are not, yeah. not easy to Dude, play <laughs> yeah that took like three days to figure that song out so it's a good one um I'm sure it takes it takes others much longer. Andy, uh, <laughs> yeah. Andy, what have you been listening to? And don't tell me it's just Saw Day. A good portion of Saw Day, <laughs> but Saw uh, Day got some new remasters. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not aware of that. Check I'll it. Check it. Um, I've gone full nostalgia and just old uh, a lot of Elliott Smith and Mount Erie and Standard Fair for myself. Mm. Um, Nothing new, really. Just recycling the old stuff. There is new Bright Eyes out, which blew my mind. I saw that. That was a yeah. big surprise. Is it good? Like it? I'm into it. Yeah, I really like it. It's been on repeat lately. I've nice. never been a Bright Eyes guy. Not at all. What about you, Jeremy? I can dig. I, I can dig. And I saw Phoebe Bridgers or Bridges or whatever yeah. it was like posting Connor Oberst was like wearing her, her shorts or something. <laughs> was geeking out. They did an uh, album together, I think. Oh, did they really? That's how I found that out about her, I think. Don't she's quote cool me on that. Too, as well. She's blown up big time. Um, I'm back in school, so it's an equal part of um, this compact uh, record label mix. They're like staff does like a playlist, which is like a hundred songs on Spotify of like everything everyone's listening to in the office. It's just, I don't even know what it is. It's like, Everything has to be technically kind of electronic, but then it's all just like super weird. And Florida Georgia line. <laughs> and Florida Georgia line. So. Yeah, yeah, to throw that in there. Um, equal, equal parts. Andy, I just, uh, that reminded me, speaking of Elliot Smith, this artist, I just texted to you. I believe her name is Sybil Bayer or Bayer. Uh, hmm. The record's called Color Green. It wasn't hard to find, but it was a sunny recommendation. I'll put it in the show notes. Hmm. Um, nice. But you would love it. Um, it's really, it. really good. So I'll put that in the show notes and uh, for, for anyone that wants to hear some solo acoustic stuff. Um, Kyle, uh, my new Sumac shipped. Oh, yeah? I haven't received it. No, and I'm, I'm pretty bummed about it. I was hoping I'd have it before we recorded this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't heard any songs. Have you? I haven't. Um, have you heard the new uh, Deftone song, Genesis? No, Dude, I haven't. It slams. <sighs> Really? I was hoping you were going to bring that up. It's good. Oh. I think it's like, it kind of hits like the Diamond Eyes-ish vibe. And I think it's 
what every Deftones fan was hoping they would do with this record. Yes. Yep. I don't know if it's going to hit. Like, if you were not familiar with Deftones and you came in, it's still a great song, but I don't think it's going to hit you like you would if you were a listener of the discography of Deftones. Kind of like, it still has some parts of, like, uh, I don't know, just their side project heavy, like, ambient kind of experimental stuff, but also got some pretty nice riffs yeah especially coming from gore it was Mm -hmm. just like fine do what you want to do obviously (laughs) we're all whatever you want here we get that but when they came back i was like yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll have to check that out i'm sure uh, a lot of folks out there are buzzing on it but um yeah otherwise i haven't i haven't been much too much new mason yeah we uh we, we uh, for listeners out there, we like to send each other surprise records, um, almost like a listener club. And uh, at this point, Sonny has been has been pumping me a little bit with some jazz. I'm, I'm really getting in my jazz dad phase. Andy, um, I know you've you've spent some very real jazz dad time, haven't you? Or is, is that just like, I don't know, scrolling through uh, Spotify or or not Spotify? Uh, do you use Spotify or are you Apple Music? I Spotify. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, primarily that background stuff. Ah, it's delightful. Yeah. I, uh, um, oh, a I lot did, of uh, I, Cowboy oh, sorry, Bebop OST lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. What was that jazz rock weird band that you used to be into back in high school? Plot, oh, plot to Blow plot Up the, Paris. The Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. Plot to Blow Up the Eiffel Tower. Was that Very jazz? Good. It's like rock influenced, yeah. Weird. It's just weird. <laughs> a little fusion action. Yeah, yeah. I uh sadly it's taken me this long to get some Miles Davis here in my collection, but that's oh. uh yeah, it's treating me well. I'm I'm actually I don't know if if this will cause you guys pain, but I, I really am tempted to just start going to like my habitat for humanity, which I, I go there anyway, but actually start just crate digging and just getting <laughs> jazz records. Hell yeah, yeah let's get back in there. Uh, I don't, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I should go that far, Mason. Do you? You have to do that. You're one of those dude, guys. Bitches, it's, bitches, brew. Come dude, on it's now. It's been so long since I've been to a record store. But, <laughs> yeah. I stopped doing that one because week. it's just like <laughs> Christian records and Lawrence Welk, like old oh, stuff yeah. that everyone's grandma and grandpa used to have. And oh, it's yeah. like a couple of records. records. But I think I have, I'd have to dig it out. I have a weird Star Trek soundtrack, but it's done j- jazz. Nice. Of course. That's so- Very on brand. <laughs> yeah. Very on brand. Oh, I did yeah. have one more recommendation that's actually really awesome. Uh, I completely forgot about until something you guys said. Uh, Tyler Childers, I think is how you say his last name. But I think you're a fan, aren't you, Mason of his? I've dabbled, yeah. I like some of his stuff. So he, he's got a new album called Long Violent History. Uh, and the title track to it is the last song. And it's really bluegrass. Like he's from Kentucky and super bluegrass. But this song is a really amazing. It almost feels like uh, Neil Young, Southern Man kind of thing. Just like really digging into that. Um, it, all of you guys should, and everybody that listens should check out the song Long Violent History. Bubba Wallace actually was just like tweeting about oh, nice. it. And, and, uh, but it, it's awesome. It kind of wrestles with like 
from Kentucky. So he's wrestling with the heritage versus everything that's going on today. And he just like really digs into it in an awesome way. So everyone should check that out. We'll do. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, cool boys. Um, otherwise, I mean, what, what's there, what's there to report on? Um, we have very exciting news coming very shortly um, in the Prada world. Um, in fact, I think it will be coming out shortly after this podcast. Uh, so that's been keeping us busy. But um, yeah, sort of an intentional tease there. But yeah, otherwise, um, just slowly getting into fall. I, I, I feel like somehow when all this started, I felt like this was the, you know, the days felt like they were like, you know, 48 hours long and everything mm-hmm. took so long. And now I feel like this was the fastest summer. Like, Agreed. I agree. Yeah, yeah. you feel yeah. that way too. Like, it's crazy. Speaking of fall, Kyle, you might be with me. I'm upset football's back, but Renfest is not open. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we were already <laughs> we were talking about that <laughs> because we're so close to the uh, Bonner Springs Ren yeah, Fair, which is I, also oh, where uh, Warp Tour used to take place. Yep. Um, I found out it was closed and text Jeremy saying, is this what most few people felt like for sports being canceled? So, <laughs> yeah, there's no Red better place. Your sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised the, the, the Chicago Ren Fair is, it, it's here in Wisconsin, yeah, right? Bristol. Is it, it's like right Bristol. over. Right. The, there's uh, no order. rules up there right now. You go to yeah. the Ohio. Yeah, we don't have rules. We're, we're just <laughs> doing whatever the fuck we want here in Wisco. Um, uh, no, I, actually, I am surprised they canceled it. It seems like that would be something socially distancing. You could yeah, wear you, like oh, no. the chain mail. You could do a chain <laughs> mail <laughs> mask. <laughs> Similar to a lot of these mesh masks I see people wearing nowadays, which is a really like, good idea. Yeah, I got this metal one instead. <laughs> or you could wear a fucking helmet, a whole night yep. rig. Yep. Good but they canceled it, eh? I, the Ohio one they did. I haven't checked. I didn't think the check yeah, was Kansas got canceled. Too. I imagine all of them are. Yeah. A lot of touching, I feel like. There's some touching going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. A lot of bow and arrows and, you know. Yeah, that's ext- true. Exchanging of arrows. Trading yeah. fluids on the <laughs> axe throwing. <laughs> Both of these mud pit wrestlers doing Dante's Inferno have been <laughs> quarantined for two weeks just for this. Oh my <laughs> the best stage though. The mud pit is the best. Oh, oh yeah. my god. What if they what if they created a bubble like the NHL or the NBA oh for mud pit wrestlers at Ren Fairs? <laughs> A mud pit live stream. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I I don't think it will come to anyone's surprise that I am not a Ren Fair attendant <laughs> or enthusiast. Uh, Mason, how about you? I could see you dabbling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been to the Bonner Springs one a handful of times. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's great. He's still wearing a flannel, but he's there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. the best, it's like best 98 degrees. Still wearing yeah. a <laughs> well, Mason. Speaking of Ren Fair. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day and nothing can be mentioned of Mason Nagy for listeners out there as we, you know, get to know you more. Nothing can get people to know you better without mentioning the big Lebowski and that you are the biggest fan there is. Jeremy and I are huge fans as well. You know, we thought we were. (laughs) Yeah. Tortured with it on the bus scene as we have your DVD copy that you travel everywhere with. Oh, Why yeah. have you never went to the dude festival thing in, I think, Montana? Or where is it? I don't know where that is, actually. I've ne- I don't know. I've never, like, thought to go. Hmm. I don't know what they do, really, there. 
just uh, drink Caucasian. Drink white Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Listen, you you are fun. the biggest Lebowski. I wish. Yeah, yeah, I'm just true. Donnie, though. I'm not. I'm not the dude. I'm just Donnie. <laughs> very, very Donnie. Um, oh, we've yeah. yet to get our our phones ringing, dude. Tattoos together, but that's that's next on my list. <laughs> next on my list. <laughs> um. Well, shoot, boys. Uh, here we are, the five of us podcasting. Um, I don't think Sound Talent Group has kicked us out yet, but uh, we have a, a call tomorrow, so maybe that will happen tomorrow. Uh, that so could I'm, be the one. That could be the one. We, we made one or two podcasts in, and here we are just... Well... Well, it was fun while it lasted, but just um, shoot us your phone number to our uh, to our product potty email. We'll just direct MP3 to your <laughs> inbox if we get kicked <laughs> off. So it's fine. We're totally fine. But um, so uh, I don't want to bring anything down, and I don't think it it is such matters anyway. But I think it's uh, a little predictable as to why. Besides having fun with obviously both of our bass players, but um andy trick uh when uh coming off of tour uh about a year ago it was or whatever um about yeah yeah and andy's going to college he's now getting his master's um kyle and i were we're right there with you bud what's that <laughs> what's Wait, that? you can get a degree above just a normal one <laughs> uh on the same convo earlier i picked the school by the best mascot that's Fuck how off. you do it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off as Jeremy shows us his alligator with orb yeah. uh, things coming out of it. But... Albert E. Gator. It was Sparky. Oh my gosh. Sparky. Oh, what is it? Sparky. I can't tell. It's a sun devil. It's, a, it's the sun devil. Oh, you know that. Right. Sun the devil. sun devil. The sun devil. He texts but... me it about once a week, but. <laughs> um, so uh, for listeners, Andy's uh, the fall, right? Right now, or like soon. Eh? Andy, you just told uh, me the other week month, you were cramming. Yeah. Yep. Next month. Okay. Yeah. So Eddie's getting his master's. He works full time remotely there in Chicago, which he was supposed to move away from. Still years trying. Ago, but yeah. he's still ago. there and yeah. grinding it out in Ukrainian. Um, but uh, with uh, your full time work and being a father, you decided, in this being our formal announcement, to step away from touring with the band. Um, I don't think, you know, I, I didn't, we didn't want to string along Prada fans and, you know, those so loyal to our band for so long. Um, but I feel like it's, it's pretty obvious <laughs> under the surface as to Mason stepping in and touring full time with us as of late when, you know, remember when there used to be concerts um, as well as overseas, Mason's first time uh, touring overseas was Russia, which was a lot of fun last year. But um, oh yeah, yeah. Not to put too much on you, Andy, but in your own words, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if yeah. you want to sum it up or no. Yeah, I mean, um, so I took off the first time Mason filled in uh, two years ago, about when Milo was born. Went out for Australia. That was what ten or twelve days or something. Mm-hmm. And even that amount of time, um, I could feel I've become emotional in my old age. So I'm very sappy <laughs> now. And uh, it was tough. Uh, we had a long downtime, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, about a year after that, we went out for the long run. And as you mentioned earlier, a few days in, um, even before that, like day three, I could tell 
my head wasn't in it. I was just thinking of back home and family. And I mean, yeah, it was a toughest call I've ever had to make, but uh, it's one of those things where when you know, you know, and it was just time. Uh, be there Someone for family. That loves making decisions like you and yeah, me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so throughout that run or, or towards, I, I, it, it's a notorious here on the podcast for us to say uh, the whole time, trying to remember which tour was what year. As it was, I remember the timing. I don't remember the exact tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like um, when, whenever it was, I think it was the second to last show. Was it the second to last show? Chicago down there at the bottom lounge? Yeah, second to last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. um so you played that show that was mm-hmm. your we knew to be your final show with the band playing live at least mm-hmm. we think maybe not maybe we'll pull <laughs> you or something but yeah um i i didn't feel personally that we wanted to make a big deal out of it we wanted to kind of ease into the transition mm-hmm. um a lot of people and i don't know how it will go when you know, I, I hope to release this podcast Wednesday, the 23rd, whatever day that is. Um, um, a lot of people make a really big deal about uh, swapping members and whatnot. And um, it's always irked me personally that for the longest time, we were always questioning is like, how have you guys, how's the Devil's Prada made it so long without changing members? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Oh, we just share interest in in doing what we do Mm -hmm. and then you know fast forward a few years and you go from being 16 years old to fucking 25 26 years old and and your whole entire fucking life and world has changed um and priorities and everything obviously people uh you know it getting in a bus or a bandwagon or a van isn't (laughs) what it was when you're 18 years old so um at this point, we still all have, you know, the same similar interests and we share those with John and Giuseppe and uh, now Mason and, and mm-hmm. is that all of us? <laughs> who, who am I forgetting? Uh, who the fuck is here? <laughs> yeah, who's, who's in our band? Um, I mean, we share those interests, but um, not to speak too much on our behalf and Jeremy, I'll swing it over to you as far as, um, you know, we, we still have the passion to be to be out on the road and whatnot. And it's nothing that it's not to understate Andy's decision or Andy's, you know, what Andy fucking 14 years in, yeah, yeah. Shit, in the fucking band with us. But um, <laughs> it's, it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. Am, am I kind of, am I lost at sea here, Jeremy? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's like what Andy had told me was like, you know, he was like, 51 49 on it he was like still 49 wanted to be there but the 51 was just too much to swing that other way to want to be home with milo and stuff Mm -hmm. and like i I think for us i don't want to like freak people out or anything but sometimes they can really feel 55 45 you know like you said we've been doing it 14 years but i don't have the kid for the other few so, <laughs> said, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, God bless my seven pound dog, but it's like, I don't mind. Leaving. Yeah. And it might, you know, it, it is a great time, but there are also hard parts. It's a tough thing to do yeah. go away that long. And um, I mean, part of the uh, contributing factor to the decision was knowing where you guys were with wanting to be out there touring full time, which I of course still wanted to do, but right. 
there was that other part of me that was like, I just yeah. need to be home. This now. whole thing that says responsibility, <laughs> be a good dad, be a good yeah. husband. You're like, yeah. can we do this thing where we make a lot of money, but we do like and I just five fly shows to every room? show? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, uh, to what Mike said, I think that's a great point to where I think from the outside, like personnel changes and stuff seem like a huge deal. But on the inside, um, you're hanging around these people for like 24 hours a day. And so that's kind of what we more think about than who's currently playing bass on the stage during this time. Obviously it has to be somebody that is a great bass player, but for the most part, it's just like, do we want to do this for 24 hours a day for five weeks at a time and, you know, under stressful conditions. And you kind of really have to let go of that part of you that's at home. I think that's a big part of it too, is that you're just, there's just not enough part of the brain to be able to do like the 14 hours from load in to load out and be there personally for someone. And that's hard enough on a relationship. I can't imagine like, you know, yeah. And you guys probably went through the, go through the same thing where, prior to tour and prior to coming home and for a few days between and then transition i would mentally just it's a tough time shifting gears like that yeah yeah and uh to another point you also have a much better basis now than i ever was so (laughs) (laughs) well both of you guys play a loop for us right now and then we'll let the listeners decide how this and tell them who's two though It'll be a surprise. <laughs> Pepsi challenge. Yeah. Um, that was one thing. And I, you know, we, I never, if we get, we, it goes without saying that if you went back 12 months, we wouldn't, anyone in the world would expect there to be COVID-19 mm-hmm. uh, right. making somehow 2020 the year, the worst fucking year <laughs> entirely imaginable at this point. Yep. Um but with that, you know, we decided to start a podcast and and keep engaged while, you know, we were really, uh, not to say use the same sort of euphemism, but lost at sea coming off of what was a really awesome We Came As Romans tour. Um, and with with the Andy news, we didn't want to keep people hanging. And, you know, we were playing shows and saying, hey, here's Mason. And, you know, I make jokes about him being 12 years old because he's much, much more our junior. <laughs> he's like than, 19. Yeah. yeah <laughs> make all kinds like of jokes all the time and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but a part of that was that it, it's just for me, I felt like, you know, usually making statements about whatever it might be, music videos, album releases, uh, tours, whatever, you know, I'm the guy that works with Jackie on the the Facebook announcement and whatnot. And it just felt like, and I'm sure Kyle and Jeremy, you guys can both agree as well as you, Andy, like a a fucking paragraph statement was the worst. (laughs) Like it just really, (laughs) it didn't do at all what, this conversation could be and I don't mean to like create expectations at all but like when you played that last Chicago show like I and I still feel this way like it was super emotional for me and and getting to hug you and you know us do what we've done for so long and the bullshit we've gone through and Andy being like for listeners out there like while Andy doesn't write the songs by any stretch Andy's the guy that has always been the fucking glue like to such mm-hmm. an extent and always the guy that you we could count on for sure like if if there was some shitty task to be done andy was the fucking guy <laughs> to do it and never yeah. ever complain about it first in last out yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like that mentality and 
it's really hard to not have Andy, you know, be around from that. But at the same time, it's so easily understandable for us to say like, yeah, you want to be with Milo and Courtney. And yeah, you made the decision to go back to school and get this like well-paying, sustainable, reliable fucking job versus the bullshit that Jeremy Kyle and I signed up for. <laughs> and it's it's so understandable that it's so hard to say that like that was your last show and you're no longer in the band. And that's like one of the things that for me that like, creating a Facebook statement that Andy's no longer in the band just isn't true. That's not right. Yeah. It's not how it is. Like Andy is like, you know, we've, and I still get way too sentimental and sour when people say, Hey, have old members on the podcast because those guys made decisions to, you know, go about their lives and, you know, part ways with the band and the, the, very real reality is, and I'm sure, you know, fans don't want it this way is that we're not close. And the fact of the matter with Andy is, is that it's the opposite. And like mm-hmm. Andy is going to maintain being our best friend and, you know, going to high school in fucking Englewood with germs <laughs> in the early two thousands and growing up together. And like Andy is, is that guy that like we are going to hang so close to and the other guys didn't. And, and, it, it it's suitable, I think, for a, a, a professional and a well-worded, somewhat sterile Facebook message or something as far as when a member goes. But for this and what I really want to underline to anyone that, you know, takes the time to hear this whole thing rather than just reading it out on the Internet is that Andy's not that for us. And like mm-hmm. Andy's going to be held so fucking tight. And like I... I look forward to seeing you turns out on, on Thursday as far as like visiting the, <laughs> yep. the, the, the <laughs> family cottage we have here. But um, yeah, I, I wanted, I, I thought that the podcast would be the perfect way to, to make this statement and, you know, with what Prada has been up to as of late and Mason's involvement in it, um, we thought this would, would really be the best way. And uh I think that's, I, I know I've been running on here uh, for a while now, boys, but really that's uh, about all my thoughts. I think Mason, Mason like almost made it too, I don't want to say easy, but it's just like, I, I always said, I was like, if Mike or Andy go, I'm fucking out of here. Like, I just, it's just not worth it for me. And then like, we kind of had that sit down and I was just like, why am I going to stay? Oh, it's because of this kid. You know what I mean? Like, and I think you probably felt a little bit of alleviation of responsibility, maybe Andy, because you knew you weren't like throwing us under the bus. You were like, if, if this, if this kid will jump in there and do it, nobody nobody gets hurt nothing bad is happening you know what i mean it was oh yeah just- exactly and uh i mean i was talking to you when the decision was pretty much made like oh you know stick it out x long yeah. however long that is and then lo and behold mason comes in in two and a half days and is like oh i'm fine i got this <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah that, that is a huge part of it too you know like we were i remember when we were practicing for the with roots above set and mason was coming in and you guys you know we're practicing in chicago we'd run the set and andy does it one time or we go back over and redo this song with mason who has this question or whatever and then 
you know, obviously the tour went really well. We ended up sharing a bus with 68, which was such a blast. And oh, Mason, man. you got close with, with the 68 duo. And <laughs> it was, it was just, it really was Jeremy. It was it, in a way too easy as far as like, I, I, I got that too, as far as, you know, Jeremy, Andy, and I being the final three from the six that started quote unquote, you know, kind of started the band and how could we lose the linchpin that's Andy? Well, it's like, well, we, we still have a tremendous amount of respect for Andy and complete transparent understanding of where he's going with his life. And this kid's green to see the world and to play (laughs) bass. And he's really fucking good at it. So it was like, well, it, it, it uh, I, a part of me is like, and it's a bummer not going out for a good vegan meal with Andy on tour and whatnot. I, I already miss him at times, but it's, it's almost like we just had kind of expanded the family without losing mm-hmm. anything so right. much. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Definitely. Plus he kind of, Andy trained us on his way out for like a year. He's just like, that's so stupid. Don't do that that way. <laughs> way. Don't, don't do that. And if you can't do this, do it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? To where like, I think about how we like run our business now compared to like two years ago. I'm like, wow, you really set us up. Cause we would have been, you know what I mean, guys? Like, that's true. <laughs> I can't imagine back end without him just <laughs> having like five bullet points like here's everything that's really stupid do these different <laughs> love a good bullet point list <laughs> and i'm i'm nice getting there andy yeah. so now that that's all out of the way all that noise yeah. what do i need to do to learn excel better <laughs> <laughs> i don't have excel i have numbers is that like blasphemy in your world <laughs> you know i'm of the opinion <laughs> You should move away from Excel and go even deeper into it. You get them into R? Yeah, different programming about? languages. But if you're going <laughs> to stick with it, Excel's pretty suitable. Um, yeah. I'm pretty trashed at it still, though, honestly. What? I thought that's what... I, well, even to this day, when people are like, what's Andy studying or what's Jeremy studying? It's all I'm numbers. Like, oh, it's, it's Excel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm pretty mean, sure it's just Excel. And yeah, I made a fucking... <laughs> I made a list of things <laughs> in Excel, so I'm pretty or numbers. Mm-hmm. So, I made a grocery does, list the other day. So, for listeners uh, also getting to know Mason a little bit better, he works as, in customer service when he's home from tour, and he loves it. It's great, <laughs> and he loves <laughs> it. Very fulfilling. Very fulfilling. <laughs> <laughs> Not even come back on the road, or <laughs> I have no complaints though because I am working. I know a lot of people can't, so mm. oh, there That's you go, funny. not making Gotta it about you, right? Back into <laughs> be a real nice guy, That's something that Andy, you might not have heard this. Um, and it's another, as you know, I'd, I'd like to underline the selflessness and humility of young Mason is that. Prada fans will know that when we got called off of tour, we did a, a t-shirt and all the funds went to our touring crew and uh, touring musicians and not even telling us Mason tried to give his money. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you <laughs> knew about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know we about all this, immediately. I didn't hear about her. Mason went to Jackie and tried to give his money to the other guys so rather great. than keep it for himself. <laughs> Mason. Andy, 
Mason. He's the best. He's like I, almost a Buddhist kind of, you know. <laughs> he's a Buddhist. He's a I dabble. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it as much. I mean, come on. I mean, the least I could do. Wow. The least I could do. No, the least you could do is nothing. <laughs> That's a good point, also. <laughs> Touche, Kyle. Great point. Um, what I else? didn't know you knew about that. That's funny. I well, I wanted, <laughs> well, yeah. to, I wanted to blindside you with it. I was going to blindside you with it last time I saw you. You know, you were in Chicago or Chicago, Milwaukee here a few months uh, ago. Um, we need to do that again, by the way. But oh yeah, um, yeah. So you, you're miserable there. <laughs> You're miserable working in customer service, Kyle. Maybe it's uh, maybe apt time to uh, uh, dig again into your uh, get Mason to move back to Kansas City. Campaign. I've been trying. I got him go. a fourteen dollar an hour job that he didn't want, so I'm doing as much as I can. <laughs> what was the job? Uh, screen printing. Oh, that's a good that would have been pretty cool, but the time frame i know i'm just giving you a hard up. time <laughs> <laughs> i got a lead on a job that was like within the next three weeks and yeah I called them up where do you like guys you think? gotta move here right now <laughs> i told him he could live in my house till i'm back place pack it up let's you go look, you don't look too packed there in your room buddy <laughs> yeah it is pretty it's a disaster in here Beep. My usual beep, which means for Prada <laughs> fans out there, or Prada Pod listeners, and we're our super professional uh, uh, endeavor we have here that we just came back from an edit. But um, <laughs> yes, we are very excited to uh, release some stuff to those that like our silly band. Um, but we're, we're, let, let's get back to Mason working in screen printing or... <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm at the point where I'm gonna have to find work. It looks like, and I don't know. Maybe we should take applications or do a Twitter poll or something. Where Where do you guys think I should work? And the obvious one is is Menards. You guys know I'm a big yeah. Menards guy. I don't want to work at Menards though. What you'll just spend your whole paycheck there. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I finished the bathroom, I uh, I don't think I I don't have as much stuff there. I'm I'm actually getting back into my the shop before it gets too cold, and I have some commission pieces that I'm going to be grinding out. Mm. Uh, my my Etsy page I still am not doing because I'm on unemployment, making my big hundred bucks a week. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Andy can't relate because he's rich now. <laughs> Are you rich, Andy? Spending all those money on Chicago. Andy, that's rent. what you make in a minute. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> like that. What's it you like, know. Bezos? How's your yacht? <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, where should I work, Mason? What do you think? That's a good question. I have no idea. Be a dentist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be a point of conversation when we <laughs> release some stuff is that I am still toothless. Some of the boys on my I reunited on my hockey team yesterday were very into my the fact that I'm I'm missing a fronty. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, it goes um, well in, in the game. Yeah. Well, Maddie asked if I should just or she's like, are you going to put it back in? And I'm like. Yeah. I don't know. It's been You're still here. Just fall out again? Yeah, yeah just really knock no it back out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it could be knocked out again, or I could knock it out more. I don't know. Uh, so what Mason caused it this last time? Was it the puck, or was it something else? It we fell out the, like 
in it the was, middle of tour. It was and once we got called off a tour. So I was, I don't know if we've really talked about it on the podcast so much, but I know Dave loves it. Dave Shapiro loves that it's out again, but I, uh, <laughs> it was actually that little vegan place right by the Palladium. Mason, you and I had lunch there, right? The sandwich place? Yeah, we ate, it's, it's the, uh, that little place uh, right by the Palladium. And we had the, like, the homemade bread broke out my tooth. <laughs> but, I think I was there. I don't remember. Oh, no, I was with Juan. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. that was, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was eating a sandwich and amazing bread, but a little tough. And <laughs> in February, I took a puff to the mouth and it bloodied me up real good. Um, I'm bloodying. I'm bloodying. I'm bloodying. <laughs> I'm bloodying. Uh, I'm bloodying. Uh, and it loosened it and bent it. And then I got home from tour and it got looser and looser after I bit into that sandwich. And then I just unscrewed it because the cap is like $2,000. And I'm like, well, I'm either going to swallow uh. this hole accidentally or I can just unscrew it. And now it's just on my dresser. Mm. Maybe you could get on like the dark cell the tooth for somebody looking for one. Oh yeah. That's true. I was gonna say I'm... just take your tooth, put it in a little tiny little jar around your neck. Ooh. That's nice. Very like goth, like nineties goth. I like that. Very goth. Yeah, I've wanted to do that. <laughs> Both our dog and cat have had teeth pulled out and I want to do two jars around the neck with my teeth because I have them Jesus somewhere. <laughs> Andy two like, jars. They gave me the option to do you want to keep these teeth we ripped out? Sure. Did you? Mason, he's a lot weirder than you think he is. <laughs> just a full Mason jar, not a small jar. Just a big jar. Flavor Flav, but full of yeah. jar teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth, teeth collector. The tooth collector. Just hear me jingling when I walk around. That could be oh. it. What's Andy, I'm trying to think when we had you were one of our early guests on the podcast, even mm. though you're in the band. <laughs> and we wanted to tell some of your fucked up stories that you've done. And I don't oh, think yeah. we told the one about the foot callus, but I don't know. I think that <laughs> our like there's a few yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long stories story about is that you, foot callus. Well, yeah, you your feet blister up and then you oh, yeah. save the skin is the no, short part. Well, I so. did that once. Yeah. And I hid it in our apartment for Courtney to find randomly. And oh, she never man. found it. Didn't you move and move? It's to keep still it? there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a pile of. It dust was inside the. Oh, it's inside the bathroom mirror. So if Gosh. they look on that top shelf. Uh, wow. Timely. Lately, I uh, my heels have been cracking, and there's just giant gashes through the back of them now. Dry skin. Timely. Oh, I'm glad we, we always pump Andy's tires as far as being super hot and whatnot. And now we haven't talked about shitting ourselves uh, yeah. on the podcast for a while. So we need to gross things up a little bit. So Andy's fucked up feet. Thank you for providing. You know, to be fair, I think about 30% of people end up having them sometimes. So you might get it. I love like that you brought that data into it. So yeah, it's not Is this normal? I don't know. Thirty percent of the United yeah. States population. Thirty has to thirty-five. That's what we'll do. Rather than on Twitter, rather than doing a poll as to where I should work, uh, Mason. I don't know why you would think I could be a dentist. Like I could go to school and study diligently. <laughs> I, I do have time. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not working at the moment. Uh, we'll, we'll do a poll 
Andy, you could even maybe like uh, Set some it up. charts and whatnot. Yeah, I would love yeah. to. So what, what should the poll <laughs> actually be? You have to be very careful crafting a poll. You have to be <laughs> careful about verbiage. <laughs> You have to be careful what question comes before other questions, so it'll take me a minute wow. to set up. Well, tell me. You didn't learn that in my class. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like basically, what? where we're getting at is you're not getting a job. <laughs> I'm not getting a job. You're not getting a job. You'll be to... reemployed by the time we get this poll. Yeah, out. it takes a while. <laughs> you get a pickup truck and go around and collect scrap metal. Pallets. That's what I'm probably going to do. Yeah, it pays for itself. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Did I tell you, by the way, when I picked up my almost 800 pounds of pea gravel in my new little old ass pickup truck that the guy asked me, I needed 12 bags of pea gravel for the, uh, the size of my fire pit. And he goes, do you have a pickup? I go, yeah. He goes, well, that'll save you about 30, 40 bucks. Cause then you don't have to pay for the, uh, pre pre-weighed bags. I go, oh, well, yeah. dump it in. Uh, <laughs> it looked awesome how he was dumping <laughs> yeah. it in. You shared the video of that in Milo loved it Did he love it, <laughs> oh, it. The truck. The truck i showed him the That's video because so he's obsessed and it ended and he said more so more we watched oh. it about 15 <laughs> times in a row oh, or pea gravel. Yeah. i'm so fucking envious of that because i did the pea gravel in my backyard and i had to do the individual bags mm -hmm. which end up getting wet and muddy yep. in the back of my car oh. and then i ended up having to you know you create so much waste as far as all that fucking plastic and meanwhile kyle's got a truck and <laughs> i don't yeah honestly for our environment you need to get this truck it's what i'm saying is it pays for itself to have a truck yeah. God damn it, that pisses me off so much. You Did you guys see, the, like, what's up with Hummer now going electric? Are they? Are they really? Yeah, so they, they basically, they're like, we were, the, we were the worst gas-guzzling vehicles ever, uh, but now we're doing a line of electric, and they have, like, an electric pickup. So, what are they, like, $120,000? You really understood probably. the Hummer thing. It was like, we made these to, like, to war in the desert do you want it <laughs> to go to the store <laughs> put your groceries in it we have uh, other cars <laughs> thanks donnie put your groceries in it put your i think groceries. hummers are like specifically for your local rock station to paint yellow and like <laughs> we're coming up we're 10 days away from fucking rocktober kyle oh, do you know that shit. south park Probably. I I they they, they needed to hide something from everyone, so they hid it at a Hummer dealer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no one goes there. That was a great bit. Um, oh, that's funny. Fuck, what was I? I was going to mention something else. Uh, not to be, you know, going on fumes here after this bass player edition podcast. <laughs> um, there was something else I was going to... Something grinded my gears. Big surprise there. I don't fucking know. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's time to call it. Maybe people are going to be pretty pretty worn out at this point. What what did we cover on this episode, boys? The the much acclaimed base base edition. Um, besides that, we I I do realistically need some bass sounds. Kyle, do you want to do that today? Yeah, I'll get you some bass. Thanks. <laughs> should it should it be the intro? I think it should be the intro. Probably, and then a few short interludes in there. 
the intro and then maybe oh, the outro you... will be a full song of bass like every yeah, instrument can you guys bass. both do like a verbal intro hi i'm andy and i'm mason and this is the bass like yeah something. you guys say the bass the bass podcast together yeah well let's do it let's record it right now okay yeah. <laughs> oh baby we'll, we'll, oh so baby say that uh people should know i'm three, terrible at stuff two, like this Wait, wait, we need to... <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Silent countdown. <laughs> you didn't say two or one. Oh, yeah. You never do. Oh, uh, wait, what's that for? Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Oh, it is Wayne's World. Uh, <laughs> so what? what's the line? Uh, yeah, what are you uh, going to go? Like, well, we've I had to do this, this how many times? It, it's, yeah. hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Mason. And this is the base, the Protopod bass player edition. Oh, yeah. I'm writing this down. Writing this down. Oh my god! <laughs> so we'll do like... that. We'll do that, and then Kyle will record some bass. Andy oh wrote it down god. there. <laughs> Very professional. Too. Mason, do you remember what I said? Prada Pod Bass Edition. Prada Pod Bass Edition. Okay, so are we taking the player Andy... out? Yeah, take the player out. Okay. How about Bass Boys? I mean, it, it for the base boys. Wait, what is it? it oh, Mason's writing it down now too. So, uh, <laughs> now. I, am, I am Andy. Hi, I'm Mason, and welcome to the Protopod Base Boys edition. Yeah, I like Pod that. Base Boys. This is exactly how Chris and I change places too. It's <laughs> so cordial. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, three, <laughs> two, one. Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Mason. And welcome. Jesus and... <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right, let's do it again, Andy. Wait a minute. Are you going to say, and welcome to, and then we both say it? Or no, you do it yeah, all yeah, of it together. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. All of it together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Starting at the and welcome. No, it's at like your names. When... Yeah. I'm Mason and Andy. <laughs> it's like uh, Kristen Wiig, that bit on SNL when they sing together with Fred Armisen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Andy, oh. three, two, one. Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Mason. And welcome to the Prada, to the Prada Pod Pace Boys Edition. <laughs> We're using that. That's it right there. Close Absolutely enough. perfect. Print it. Close <laughs> enough. Wow. Well, thank you to everyone. <laughs> For, well done for bearing with I think, us yeah exactly i think uh <laughs> podcasts are usually interviews uh this one maybe not so much <laughs> but uh well of course for not to try to be serious because we're obviously can't at this point but uh for for moving forward and hopefully things going back to normal uh you know next year or whatever um product uh you know fans of tdwp can expect to always hear from Andy and we'll be tagging him on Instagram as, as Milo gets older and whatnot. Um, you know, being around Chicago or if Andy ever lands back in Ohio or whatever, we're always going to see him and we'll always have him in photos and whatnot. And we'll always, always be a member of this band, uh, whether that's plain danger wild man for the indefinite future <laughs> or not. Um, but thank you to, for uh, Protopod listeners. Thank you for, of course, Mason and Andy for taking the time, who are both very busy actually working while uh, I'm not. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, Andy, I love you, Mason. And for listeners, everyone that 
Uh, we'll get to know Mason. He is the most, I'll always use this word, but the most delightful fucking human being ever and uh, a hell of a bass player. And maybe if there are ever concerts again, he will be fucking killing it in his most dashing manner. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and right. Everyone had the Mason is the new bass player and Andy's out pool in their betting league. Congratulations. They're <laughs> 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 rich. There are a handful of people with DM lately asking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. They've asked Tell me, me to. Take that bet. Where's Andy? Where's Andy? Yeah, that, that is question. Andy. I don't know. I've seen that before, too. That is Andy, and it's Mason. Uh, so after that show, you played. What was that tour? You guys started March this year. Oh, the weekend is Roman. Yeah, I came out to the second day in Chicago while Mason was playing. Oh, I walked man. to the crowd after the set and was told good good show several times. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment yeah. if we look that <laughs> similar. Hey, this is Chris Santos, host of Delirious Nomads, the Blacklight Media Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Delirious Nomads is a podcast about all things heavy metal, as well as breakdowns of your favorite combat sports. And me being a chef and all, we'll be riffing on some food talk every week with very special guests from across the globe. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.